just good. Separate entrance? Yeah, it's like when you're walking out, you're walking out into the whole fucking arena. Huh. And you're like a fucking like a baller. Ready? Like that's gotta be where Drake Oh no. You ready? That's gotta be where like Drake <laughs> comes into it. the Lakers games or whatever. Yep. That's where that's right, where I was coming. Let's in. go. I mean, I was basically Drake. Boom! What is up, everybody? Matt and Matt back with another episode of Matt and Matt Chats. You are good at that. Boom! Man, you're good at that. Dude, you remember the very first like we didn't even have like an opening thing. Nope. That, but it originated, made, right? The, that happened organically from the get go. As we were going. And now that's how things work, man. That's how you know they're good. If they happen organically, you know they're good. I remember the very first time I did it, though, I was like, mm, what is up, man? Boom. man? It's like, boom. Because it's a lot, it's a mouthful. I mean, <laughs> if there's anything I've heard about you. <laughs> over this and over our entire times knowing each other, <laughs> if there's one thing I set you up for that, if one, there's thing, one thing I know, all I do is I feed you, bro. I just if feed there's you, one like, thing I know is that you're good with a mouthful, <laughs> dude. I just feed you layups, bro, all fucking day. It's so easy for you. I said it. You looked right at me and you're like, you it's, just did you're that. done. You did that. You just did on that. purpose. You did that. You did that in like. Like you meant to do that, but you didn't. It's like Even that happens organically, which is how you know it's Dude, good. There was one episode, like probably ten episodes ago, you probably did like fifty. Of There's a jokes. lot of them, yeah. Back again, man. Wild. We don't back again. Second week in a row. Now people are like, "Oh my gosh, we're back." On we're back on. Yeah, they were gone forever, and now we're back and back on track. Because we even hit one a couple of weeks ago where it was like we just did one. Right. Like we were gone for a little bit. Hit Came one, at, then gone again. Again, it, this will not work if we do not stay consistent. Right. We get the you. If you leave the fans wanting more, there's a lot of other places where they can get more. First so of all, all four of our fans are not <laughs> our fans anymore because you fucking what? will never come over here and do this, and it's Actually, all your fault. One of our fans was on a trip the other day. Sent me a picture of him in his bird drone shirt. No. Yes. Out and about. Yes. Love the representation. And then, and then yesterday, which we're going to talk about here in a second, about my tire fiasco. Yeah. Um, Wore my Matt, Matt Chats hoodie out. Really? Yep. So promoting the brand. <laughs> the guy at the tire store, though, looks like he didn't have no idea what the podcast is. So He I, didn't get it. No, nah, I couldn't. You weren't, really. weren't going to try and slide a he subliminal sale in there. Right. So, um, but what, yes. is, what happened with your tire? Okay. Was it, did you get a flat tire? I mean, it's, yeah, it's the only thing it could so be. So what happened was, is what had happened? the day before I must've been driving around and I must've hit something or I must've like, you know, like went into a pothole or something. That's how tires get flat. But, they don't just it, get flat doing nothing. It's ridiculous though how it happens. But anyways, well, because I mean, everybody knows like two months ago. I learned how to use a tire pressure uh, gauge right. or whatever. Right. And that was a that was a whole other story in itself. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. But on Saturday night, I'm going down to my car because it was the night that um, you guys were going out. You know, um, we were going out for your wife's. Courtney's birthday. Birthday. Yep. And I was supposed to go to that. You were supposed to go to that. And I go down to my car because uh -huh. it's all the way out in St. Charles. Okay. 
And it's not just like a little bit flat. Where it's like, okay, cool, we can get on. I mean, you know, like maybe go there and fill back it up or tomorrow. Whatever. Right, we'll fill up fill tomorrow. It, go to the gas. Stop by the gas station. Now you know how to. T- now you know how to fill a tire. Right. So like you that you're a pro like, at that. I was like, oh my gosh, I'll just stop by somewhere on the way and do it because I know how it. to do that now. Right. But I walk up to my car and I immediately know something is very wrong. Yeah. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I go up to the car and the tire is. Literally, the bottom of it is flat to the ground. It's completely flat. It is all the way flat. What's weird normally is if that happens, you know that happened. Like before you, you don't get a chance to get somewhere. That's what I was telling the tire stop. guy yesterday. You don't get a chance to stop and get out of your car and then come back to it and be like, man, I didn't know my tire was flat. Like, you know, you're like, shit, I got a flat tire and I'm going to have to do something about it now. That's what I was telling the tire guy. And I'm like, I don't know where this even came from. Right. And so basically what happened then is I I missed the party. You most certainly did. Because. Thanks for hanging out. I didn't have a ride. It's all the way in St. Charles. That's stupid. And you should have said ride something. We could have got you there. And so, and then I was going out of town the very next That's day. That's a terrible excuse. I'm Hold on. I'm going to stop you there. Not being able to get somewhere whenever you're dealing with me is a terrible excuse because sure. you know I will get you there. No, I know you would. Right, and I'll get you home. I just don't like Matt to inconvenience Matt. people. It's not an inconvenience if I need you to show up because I need you to spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's true. I'm just kidding. Oh. But because I know that I get the text message that says, hey, Matt, got a flat tire. And what do, what's the text message you get back? You were like, oh, hey, I'll come help you change it if you need to. Exactly. Because that's Matt's open Matt's. But that's the foundation that makes this relationship work. Not to get ahead of ourselves. Me helping you all the time. But what happens is then, <laughs> is I go out of town for a couple of days. I have to leave my car down in the garage. First of all, it's down in the garage too. It's not like it's out on the street or it's out in your driveway or it's wherever. Right, where it someone is, could just come do it. It's in an underground garage where there's like no room. Right. Right, for anything. And I'm already like, how am I supposed to get it out? Is the person going to come down there? Like, what's the deal? That's what she said. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, I'm out of town all week. And then I come home on like late Friday night. And I'm like, okay, first thing on Saturday, I'm going to wake up. Well, okay, no, Sorry. Even before that, Friday night, I'm texting you. Right. And you go, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm going to have to try and figure it out. I'm going to try and call like the car side you you know, literally, support people or So whatever. on Friday night, you have a flat tire, <laughs> and you legitimately don't know what you're going to do. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I know I have roadside support, but I don't. But you don't know if you have a spare tire or not. Okay. So like four people <laughs> asked me if I had a... I'm a spare tire. And I'm like, no, why would I have a spare tire? Because cars have spare tires. We live in 2021. So I didn't know that. Right. And so. This is all learning experience. The first three people that asked me if I have a spare tire, I'm like, no, why would I have a spare tire? And then you ask me and I'm like, this is, there's gotta be a reason why people keep asking me. Do you have a spare tire? Maybe I do have a spare tire. Maybe I do. And so I Google it. And I typed in like my car. You Google, do I have a spare tire? <laughs> yes. I, there's no way Google is that good that it would know. Well, I if just you said, specifically, hey Google, do I have a spare tire? I yes, Matt, said, you do. No, no. I it's said, 20 fucking 21. You probably, odds are, you do have a spare tire. I said, do Nissan, you know, 2014, you know, 
Ultimas come with a spare tire. What'd Google tell you? Clicked on the very first link and it said, it does. And I'm like, well, where is it at? Because I don't know where it is. Do you think they just are next to the other tire? Where they, <laughs> where would you think that a fucking spare tire is going to be on a car? I don't know. Like maybe, in the underneath, trunk. maybe underneath or, or something. Or underneath. Right. But probably not underneath on a Nissan. So I go look at the diagram. And this is Friday night. I'm looking at the diagram. I'm like, hot damn. There's probably one in there. Right. So then I come home. Before I called this car side, you were like, hey, I'll come help you change it. Right. If you have a spare tire. But it's like Saturday morning. You know, you still don't want to inconvenience. You're me. running your own lives. I don't want to inconvenience you to do that. So if I'm not, trust me, this, you can take this with you moving forward. If I do not want to help you, I will not offer. <laughs> and, that, and I, there's a lot of people in my life that, I would prove that fact too. Sure. That if again, I you can trust that you, if I, if you are inconveniencing me, you're not gonna you're not you gonna would, get the request. You, would, you, you, would, you wouldn't even get the request. So if I offer you to do it, again, it's what? a bad excuse to say I would not want to inconvenience you because again, I will if if it if I feel inconvenienced, I'm I'll I actually won't let you know that I'll help you. That reminds me of the episode we did like six or seven episodes ago where I said, would you leave a concert right. you were at right. if my car was broken down? Right. And I think you said, yes, I would. you would. I would. I won't pee on you. <laughs> Say no R. Kelly you shit. Say no R. Kelly shit, but... But, okay, so... I will help you change a flat tire. Then, what happens, I go down there. First of all, my trunk has got a bunch of shit in it. So, first of all, another good thing is I cleared out my whole trunk, basically. That's which is good. super nice. There's a bunch of room in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of room in there. Fit a body. Um, so then I you look at the diagram. A, you could put a spare tire in there, I guess. <laughs> Get this. There's more. <laughs> so I look at the diagram. I look at my car. I'm like, you know. How am I going to get the floor of my trunk up to get to this spare tire? <laughs> that actually did come through my mind. <laughs> but then I saw at the very like front, you could like Clip. pull yep. it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, so there's the mat, yep. but it's not underneath the mat. There's another layer. Mm. And then underneath that. Kind of like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's that, a mat, but then there's another layer. Another mat. I thought you were just going to see the tie right away. No, guess what? They put like some tools in the there. The jack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's there for you. How That's why I don't understand. About That's this. why I don't understand how you're having such a hard time with this. Like you don't even know how you're going to accomplish this task. Right. It's all right there. <laughs> I didn't know that. And so, cause at first when I looked underneath there and I saw something else, I'm like, Oh shit. Like, what is this? It's like a, this is like a toolkit or something. Right. Then I pull out the toolkit. Bada bing, bada boom. There's the magical spare, spare tire. tire. Did it have air in it? That would be the only thing that I could think. So I was worried about that because I'm like, man, I've had this car for a long right. time. And you never even knew you had a tire in there. So right. you're definitely not checking on the upkeep of that. Right. And so what happened was I call. Uh, first of all, um, I have Geico. Maybe okay. we can get them as a sponsor Roadside, Roadside assistance? Geico, roadside assistance, all of that. And I call them, or um, I put the request through on the app. Really? And then um, they like subcontract. Sounds convenient. So guess what though? This is where um, it kind of gets kind of funny. I put the request in 
first of all, they make it super easy. They ask you like, do you have a, t- you have a flat? Do you have the tools? Do you have whatever? So it's yep. going to be yes, no. Uh-huh. Little thing Questionnaire, there. I think, is and what you're And then they said, okay, someone's going to be there in 45 minutes. Right. I was like, sweet. This is awesome. This is even easier than me changing it myself. <sighs> right. And probably will take less time. So about 30 minutes in, I get a notification the guy's coming. Mm-hmm. And he calls me. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm down the street. What's going on? And that's why I had to break it to him that it was underneath. Right. You're not, you don't happen to be in an underground garage, <laughs> do you? And then I'm like, hey, is that a problem? And he's like, yeah, that's a problem. Only if it's a garage. And I was like, underground. I was like, damn. And he's like, can you slow roll it or what? I don't even know what he said. Up so, to the outside. Up to the outside. And I'm like, are you sure? Is that going to like break my whole it's car or something? Fuck up the rim. Whatever. Yeah, you're going to mess the rim up. Which I got to talk to you about this afterwards. I think it might have. I don't know. Did it, you slow roll it up? Yes. You did? Yes. He couldn't have gotten down there? He could have. Right. But he's. Uh, that's what you get dealing with Geico, I guess. Anyway, so then someone needs State Farm. So then I go out there, and I'm thinking it's gonna be like an auto mechanic guy in a truck. No, it's a tow truck guy. No, no, it's a guy in a Honda Civic. It's just a it, basically me with tools in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's basically me. Like it's almost like the DoorDash of freaking changing tires. Well, roadside assistance. Right. Yeah, you could have you could have called me. He goes, the guy goes, oh hey, I just passed you, and I'm like, but why would it have been a problem for him to get into the underground underground garage? It wasn't. He was just being difficult, which I don't like. I'm gonna say something to you, and and you're gonna say that doesn't make any sense, and I'm gonna be like, I just didn't want to deal with him. He goes, I wouldn't have phone service down there. That doesn't make any sense. That's what I told him. But why he thinks he needs because he probably had to fucking Google how to fucking change a spare tire too. No, actually, and so he needed a, he needed phone service on there. He got the tire off and the old, and the new tire on in under five minutes. Anyone can do that. Oh, that's not. It's not like the guy's a fucking NASCAR pit stop driver just because he can change a tire in five minutes. That's just how long it takes to change a tire if you're if you're not inexperienced at changing a flat tire. Right. I was like, then that was quick. Right. And he got a, He put the spare on or he put a new tire on? And he put the spare on. And so the spare did have air? Yeah. So then you took the tire with the spare on it. To Was it a donut or was it a spare spare? No, I think it was a donut. Donut. So you just drive to... I drove to like a tire place down the street. Did they fix it? They put a new tire on or did they... Did you have to get four new tires? No, I got two new tires. Two? I mean, I was supposed to... I mean, it was pipe at the time. I was um, supposed to get new tires anyways. Yeah. So what I do is, and this is, you know, this is my, you know, I'm a car geek guy. Buy two in the front. Hardly. Buy two in the front, put Put the ones on the back back. in the front, and put the new ones in the back. So you bought two, and then you put it in the back. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Because you can't put it in the front when you can put it in the back. Because it's a, your car is, what do you call it, rear wheel or something. Rear wheel drive. Right. Yeah. see. I know all the terms. But. <laughs> you, as a car geek, you didn't know what that was. <laughs> so then, so then I go down to the uh, tire place, and it's sun or no? So it's Saturday morning. They opened at eight. I think yep. I got there around like nine ish. They probably have a they. Those car places have a lot of uh, 
appointments. They're appointment driven. Right. And so, so they could have been booked up all day. It's probably going to take you a while to get your car back. So this is you where I'm going. You can't just sit and wait. This is where I'm going with that. So I go up there and I go, hey, can you put two new tires? Well, first of all, I called them and I said, hey, do you even have my tires? First couple places I called were like, I don't even have your size. And they're like, back orders are like forever or right, whatever. Forever. And, but this, uh, it's so like I called this one place. It's like ordering a couch. And they're like, yes, we have the tires. Come on down or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. And like, you know, the size, just so you know, is like 215-55R or whatever. Care. Don't care. Well, anyways. So, car geek. You're, you're, geeking, you're car geeking out on me right so now. So then I go, hey, do you think you can put two new tires on the day? And he kept saying, I don't know if we can get to it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's going to be all day though. And it's like, you think you can either get it done or you can't. Like, if you can't, I'm going to try and go find somewhere else that can. He's like, hopefully we can. We'll get to it. I'm like, he's like, but he oh. never committed. No, never committed. Then I find out when I leave, they're closed on Sundays. So you're not getting it back till Monday. So I was like, so hope, then, you, hope you make it. And it wasn't a place where like you could call and like keep it. I mean, like, right. I mean, he's the only guy working the front. I could tell, you know, it was like Al's tire repair. Right. And you weren't at a Bridgestone. They were closing at five. Right. And at three. And so for, and, um, then I just walked back over there. But I was going to walk back over at three. I'm like, listen, if you haven't gotten my car yet and you're not going to get to it, I need my car back. Right. I'm not giving you my car for the whole, you know, weekend or whatever. And uh, get back there. And they got it done. Yeah. But they never called or anything. So I was like, kind of worried. It was worried. just ready. Right. And so what happened was, is I parked it on the side, um, the side, uh, uh, the side parking lot. And it was, and the car was facing this way, and I was walking up from over here, and it was the front left tire, right, that I was changing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I walk up there, and I'm like, if I walk up there, and that donut it's sitting the is same still place. on there, yeah. I'm going to be so mad. And I go up there, and it was, it was changed. So then I walked into the place, paid it, whatever. Um, but Doesn't I'm, it suck to know that that took them five minutes, dude? <laughs> if they, I'm like, and they actually have tools and they have everything they need, so it probably didn't take them that long. Well, I'm like, if the guy in the Honda Civic can take off my wheel, right, and put it and put a new one on in five minutes, right, this thing should take them thirty seconds, thirty seconds to do, right? Because it does actually take them thirty seconds. He, he, again, the appointments. You might have been able to be like, dude, if I give you like 50 bucks right now, cash, will you be able to just do this? Just get it done. He probably would have been like, yeah, oh, I'll do for it. sure. And then three minutes later, you would have had your car. Done. As opposed to having to spend your entire day. And that day. other guy been like, oh, sorry, dude, I couldn't get to it today. Uh, there, there would have person, there would have been a, potentially a person who did not give him $50 right. who would have had to wait till Monday. But that doesn't really matter to you, right? Right. So... Therein lies the, should you attempt to bribe every single person you run into when you need a service? Or do you kind of just let that go? I mean, I would bribe people. Yeah? Yeah. That I might I might start implementing that in my service repertoire. <laughs> I mean... Just being like, oh, we don't have hurt? a table. You know, oh, we don't, we don't have any tables. Oh, you don't? What oh, if I don't? give you 50 bucks? Sir, right this way. If I give you fifty dollars, because like you see that in the movies, like you see it, but I don't know anyone who actually does that in real life, life. and it's just like, 
dude, I'll give you fucking 50 bucks to do it right now. Like that. I need to find that person and figure out their percentages of success. on Right. That. I was watching, uh, I was watching Wolf of Wall Street the other day. Great flip. Cause it's on, it takes four hours to watch that thing. So I was just right. like, watching random clips and it was the part where they were on the yacht with the FBI guy. Yeah, he came and the guy's like, were you just bribing a <laughs> yeah, federal right. official? He's like, no, no, no. no, no. We all no. know that a bribe is a um, right. He explains it's a certain it. amount of money for exchange of services. Right. And you can't give me any services. <laughs> Dude, my favorite, my favorite part in that movie, really quick, is in the very beginning when he starts selling all those pink sheet stocks or whatever. Yeah. He's at the diner or wherever he is, and he's like, the other guy comes. He's in. talking to Jonah Hill, and he's yep. like, he's like, yeah, I made seventy thousand last month. He's like. He's like, you show me you make seventy thousand a month. I quit, quit my, my job, job right, right now. now. Show like, me a paycheck. You show me a paycheck for seventy thousand. Right. And then Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's like, "Hey, boss, how you doing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, everything's good." He's like, "I quit." Hey, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great part. That is good. Um, but okay, but but anyways, listen, I've done too many car things recently. I just need to, I need to just have everything go right. Just get a new car. I mean, I could, but I just hear that cars are like the worst investments of all time. People keep saying that, but I don't even know that that's true. It's probably the same guys driving these like clunker cars or whatever. It's like, no, dude, go out and buy something nice or whatever. Um, but my car's been paid off for like, first of all, no car payment is the best payment of all time, though. That is true. Um, that's like the best. I haven't ability. had a car payment in like five or six years. The best ability in football is availability. Right. Like that's yeah. The best car payment is no car payment. Right. And, for sure. And so um, it has like ninety five thousand miles on it. You got plenty of time. Right. You got plenty of time. Like I might as well just hold off for a couple more years. Right. Though it is tempting. You know that we have a friend who a, a mutual friend who invested in Tesla. It's a great Tesla story. I do know that. He invested in Tesla. Friend of the pod, too, actually. Friend of the pod. Invested in Tesla. He did. With the with the purpose of investing enough in Tesla and then letting Tesla become valuable enough that he could get a Tesla. That's true. That was his deal. That's true. He's about there. No. A month and a half ago, he was there. Right. He could have done it. It's come down a little bit. But he, but, and again, so you have missed your opportunity potentially to actually do it. Right. But he, it's insane that you could do that. That's like, oh, I want to invest in Ford. And eventually I'm going to have enough money in Ford in my initial investment to get a free Ford. Right. He could have done that. How insane is that? Right. So then I say, so I call him out on it. I've known it for a while. And he's like, well, I got to get to this number. I got to get to this number for this to be viable. He gets to that. And so where he starts to get close to that number. And I'm like, yo, you're about a hundred dollars away and you're going to have to sell your stock to get right. this. And he's like, well, I don't know. And you start thinking about taxes. Yeah. And well, no, that. no, no. This includes that. This is everything. With the long to term. Everything. Wow. It is all done. He Go has ahead. thought it all through. Still got, or was still there. The problem that he, the problem that he has, which is a good problem to have is, his stock portfolio 
he has all winners. Right. There's no there's no stocks to offset his gains. Right. Hey, but you just got to pay those those long term gains. Right. It was like fifteen percent or something. And still, he even included that in the amount he needed to get to to get it, it, and still would have had it. So then he's like. Well, this was before or after Elon Musk sold five billion dollars worth of stock. This was before that because it did go down. It was at twelve hundred. Like it was at a crazy right. number. People are freaking out that Bezos and Musk have sold like ten right. billion dollars combined worth of stock in the last couple of weeks. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. So he gets the he he gets there. And I'm like, dude, you you have to do it. You're if the if you were to come up with that idea, first of all, you come up with the idea when it's impossible, it's not going to happen, right? Right. So then it happens. <clears throat> would you do it, or would you find an excuse as to why not to do it? Right. No, that's a question. <laughs> like, would, well, what would your choice be? Well, I mean, this is the thing. So he put in like a thousand dollars. You wouldn't do it back in like 2016. Right. It's now worth fifty thousand. Fifty thousand dollars, which that's a once in a lifetime trade. Right. Anyways, right. and um, I don't think that's the actual number, but let's just say that's what it's close to that though. Let's just say that's what you did. It was close to that. Um, so fifty thousand dollars, you can sell your stock and get a $40,000 car. The only reason why I would say that stuff. this person particularly wouldn't do it. No, 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 no. Oh. We're not talking about this person. We're talking about Matt Heaton. Oh. You, would, I would do you it? do it? Probably not, no. Oh, that's so bullshit. Do you guys oh, have no wait principles? Oh, wait a minute. I'm the one who said I would do it from the beginning. I wouldn't make that assumption about myself anyway. I would rather have the stock than you have wouldn't, a car. You wouldn't go into it saying, I'm making it. this to no. get this. No. Right. And I'm surprised that person did say that. But if you did, would you do it? Would the principle outweigh the second thought? As of where the electric car market is right now, I would say to hold off. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I would. It's not about where the electric car market is. It's, it's cool about sto- where your listen, personal principle market is. It's a cool is. story. If, if you, you say... S- right. You got to understand the karma of it. If you say, this is what I want to do... Well, you're not saying that the stock's going to go way down from here, are you? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying that don't be surprised... Because guess what? There's other players getting in the game now. Right. Don't be surprised if it is never... If that option is never available to you again. Damn. And you missed out on the opportunity to do it. And then you can still say, oh, well, but no, I still have some stock that's worth some stuff, but... And even if I and if I would have had a Tesla, then the Tesla would have lost value. Like there's all right. sorts of shit you can say right. to explain why to not do it. But my point is, one, you obviously really wanted a Tesla. It's why you did it to start. Yep. Two, it's the principle of if I say, Man, I wish I could win the lottery, and if I had a million dollars, I would buy this house. And then I win a million dollars, and then I'm like, man, you know what? I don't really need that house. I just want this million dollars. Right. The whole purpose of you having the million dollars is to buy the house. Right. That's that's the reason you won the lottery was to fulfill your obligation to do the thing you said you were going to do. I'm good. I will tell you that the stock market is a tricky 
it's a tricky game. For and sure. if something that I heard a long time ago was basically buy low, so high. Well, that too. <laughs> but yeah. no one's ever got no one's ever turned out to be the loser when you sell something for a game. That is true. That's right. And you're right. It's only as good as where it is now. It could go up. It could go down. Well, you have to set your number. That's my that's my other point in and this. And you got to the number. Right. If you right. set your that's number and then point. you get to the number, even no matter what that number is, that number could be the, the crazy, craziest number ever. Which... That's the probably the funniest part about this is is it was a crazy right. thing. It's a you're you go into a situation that's saying this is insane, but then when the insane things happen, then when the insane thing it. happens, you don't want it to be insane anymore. You have to go through with it. That's the whole point. You're trying to like you're trying to like reset expectations and things like that. I mean uh, looking back if you would know that somehow you would attain and get to that number, I, you know what? I changed my mind. If I said that I would, and not including all other variables, I would do it. I would get myself a Tesla. How cool of an icebreaker is that to say? I have a thousand dollar Tesla. I have, I have a Tesla. Damn, that's a nice that Tesla. That costs a thousand dollars. Yeah, pay a thousand dollars for it. And they're like, "What?" They're like, "No, you tell didn't. me more." No, you didn't. Let me tell you. Here's what happened. Here's how I got my Tesla. If either of us did it, dude, that's a it would you, be a requirement dude, just to be YouTube on the pod, just to put it on title. the pod, right? Exactly. Yeah, he could be YouTube famous. Or maybe that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> Well, we're we're spitballing. I, I like bought it. a Tesla for a thousand dollars. Okay, that I will but make that. That will be we the can't title because he didn't buy it. Exactly that, but that will be the name of this. That will be the title of this podcast, which has not, which barely has anything to do with about <laughs> it. But I like it. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. It's a, it's a, and people are like that's the worst name of ever for a podcast. Right. But that's my damn. That's my damn. That's for us. me. So um, what else we got? Tesla for thousand dollars. You have to do it. Have to. I'm glad that you came around. <laughs> after thinking <laughs> I'm about glad it. I, could, I was glad after I was After thinking about you. it, I think that I might do that. Okay. What are we doing next? Are we doing um, East Coast? Yeah. Let's talk about your flight. Let's talk about your trip. Okay. So first of all, a couple things. We live out here in the Midwest. We Everybody do. is... Generally pretty nice nice in the Midwest. And that's not just how the Midwest people think. That's how the entire country thinks. Right. Oh, oh, it's like, oh, you're from Wisconsin or you're from Iowa. You know, you're Everyone must say hi to you when you walk down the street. Right. And I would say that for the most part, I think that um, me and you are good examples. We don't start confrontations. We kind of just, you know, do what we're supposed to do. If we have to stick up for ourselves, we will. But we're not going out. Like being looking rude for problems. We're not looking, looking for, for trouble. Right. Or like making problems. Right. And I'm gonna be honest with you. The East Coast, yeah, in my opinion, is kind of known. Well, they have that, that. Re- they definitely have that reputation. I'm talking like and this isn't particularly what I think, but just in general, people say New Yorkers, people from Boston, people from Philly, New Jersey. New Jersey guys. Mm-hmm. Like these people are all like, hey, 
Frankie. Hey. Don't fuck with me, all you right? You got a problem? Okay, so that's funny that you say that. That's basically kind of what happened. Let me you just... got a fucking problem, man? <laughs> You walking by me drinking a goddamn glass of water? You got a fucking problem? <laughs> like, no, no, bro. I'm, I'm just drinking water. water. I'm just drinking water. You fucking all right you are. You got a fucking problem? Gulpy? <laughs> I'm from New York. <laughs> right. And so you don't walk around me drinking fucking water like that. Like Water that. going down your fucking throat. Like that. <laughs> gulp, gulp. So. <laughs> I hope that's really what happened. Two things that have happened. And then I will talk about the airline. Because also, you know, yeah. we're a big airline podcast here as well. Right. So this first thing that I can recall. A big podcast of anything. Happened to me in Massachusetts. This was like two years ago. But I'm going to throw Massachusetts? this Massachusetts? Yeah. Dude, That's okay. a little outside of the what area we were talking about. Right. They're probably I pretty. I thought they were pretty nice in Massachusetts. No, I mean, like, that's Boston. It's still East Coast. Yeah, yeah I guess Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, over there, it was dark one night. We were leaving an Italian. Actually, we were leaving an Italian restaurant. Of course. And the parking lot's really small. And so, it was, um, when you're going down this lane... The cars are going this way. When you're going down this lane, the cars are going this way. Pretty sure that's how all roads work, but okay. No, no. But I'm saying <laughs> it was a like, one-way street. But I'm saying like in some parking lots, you can fit two cars down. You know, I got you. And you're yeah, going yeah. two ways. Yep, one way. One okay. way this way. One, one lane. way this way. It was a one-lane road. And I'm in the parking lot, going. And I forget if I was getting a spot or if I was leaving or what. But I'm going the way you're supposed to be going. Right. Not the wrong way. Um, are you sure? <laughs> Stop it. Okay, listen. Then this story is changing pretty early. This guy is coming around the wrong way, and you're sure it's the wrong way. I am for sure that I'm going the right way. Of course you are. And I can't get through. Right. I'm trying to leave. I think, and I cannot get through. Yep. And the guy's not moving. Okay. If you're going, if you're going the wrong way. It's your job to get out of the way. Like, reverse, do whatever you have to do to let that person get out of the parking lot. And you're completely sure you're going the right way. Yes, I am 100% sure. How? Was there lines on the roads? Like, is there arrows? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm I'm 80% sure you're going the wrong way. And it was one of the ways where basically all the cars were at an angle. So okay, like, if you're right. at an angle, you right. you know if you're going the right way or the wrong right. way. Because how's he even going to park if he's going it the wrong way? My point exactly. Right. Okay. And so I'm, okay. Not, and I'm so, more confident that you're going the right way now. And so I'm not moving because, first of all, there's nowhere for me to go. Right. It's one lane. I have to go this way. He's got to back up. He's got to back up. He's not. No. He's doing the stare down. You're at a standoff. And then the person that was in my passenger seat... She gets out of the car and goes, "Hey, what you doing? You know, you know, you know. Basically, what you were doing." She from New York? No, she wasn't. She was from the Midwest too. Well, she doesn't sound like a good Midwestern. She sounds like she's out looking for trouble. At first, I was like, "Let me handle this. I got this." Yeah, Mister, I'm sitting here doing nothing. And then (laughs) you're really handling it with your standoff, (laughs) right? And then after he. You know, doesn't decide to go. What does I'm, he do when she gets out? I mean, he basically is doubling down. 
Really? And he's not moving. He's like revving his car. And he's, he's like, not vroom, moving. Vroom. And I'm like, you know, got my head out like, hey, you know, just like back it up. Maybe he doesn't know that he's in the wrong Were you talking? Lane. Did you do your terrible, terrible, terrible East Coast accent when you did it? <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, hey. Hey, back hey, it up, need okay? you to back it up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> back it up, mate. <laughs> and then. Not even doing an East Coast accent. And then for, um, then right after that, he was giving us the flash of the lights and everything. You did? No, him. He's flashing you? Yes. Wow, this is escalating. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, and then eventually another car was even like coming back around behind you, behind me, because you're going the right and way. And that's when he finally like, you know, reversed out of it. But he wasn't backing down, even though he was completely wrong driving, by the way. And I'm right. He did not want to move, and I just feel like that's such like that would be very rare to happen. I think here. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> I feel like I feel like I know that guy. <laughs> like I feel like I have a lot of things in common with that guy. Then I feel like sometimes I have to flash you like when we're in a standoff cuz you think you're right, but I know that I'm right. Right. Like I feel like that's kind of a microcosm of the If I was going podcast. down the wrong lane, I would reverse and, you know, give the little wave that says, "Hey, you know, my you bad." Do sometimes like if we're doing if we're if this is a metaphor like if we're metaphorically speaking now okay. you do sometimes right sometimes you'll stand your ground though right like a good midwestern right exactly you stand your ground if you need to so but you did so he backed down you're able to get out right no bubbles no troubles you didn't have to Fine. fight anyone on the east coast right but he didn't he so the most he did to you was flash. Like he wasn't like he wasn't screaming. Like he wasn't screaming. You need to get the fuck but out of the way. He was. I mean, I would say for thirty seconds to a minute, Whew. he was just like, "Nope, I'm not moving. Like I'm not moving. You have to. You're move. wrong. Right. I, even though I'm obviously wrong, you're wrong. Because there's probably a time where you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to stand my ground. Maybe he'll give up right away. And right. then I win or right. whatever. He could just back it. He could just pull back into the but parking when that spot. Doesn't, when that pull doesn't back in the parking spot and I can drive by. You got to, you got to get out of there. Right. So then what happened to me last week? Not as, not as crazy, but I'm in line to get my Starbucks. Okay. In the East coast. In the East coast. In Virginia. In Virginia. Yep. And I'm up at the drive-thru, and there was not that much room in front of me, okay. like, for the next car. Right. Like, like I barely pulled up. Uh-huh. Um, and then I ordered, and then that guy moved up just a little bit, so then I moved up just a little bit. But, like, it's pretty universal. doesn't matter where you are. Don't pull up to the, you know, don't pull up to the intercom unless until there's you have space. Room. Right, until you have space. That happens to me all the time at this one that we go to. Right, and it's just like... You know, give it a it second. Is what it is. Give it a second. There's no reason to do that. And I, so then I move up. And this guy, this guy, I don't know if he, I don't think he got out of the car, but he rolled down his window, stuck his head out, and he said, Hey, move up there. And I'm like, What the fuck? Don't tell me. I'm to, up here. Don't you're like, tell You're me like, to I'm up. up here. And oh, so then. Maybe I, he was talking to the person in front of you. Maybe, but... Or was there just a whole line of people? I mean, like... There was no... It's not like anyone was blatantly... 
No, out of place right, right. and going against the okay, grain if and that leaving was the case, three where the cars. The guy had like a bunch of room. He didn't right, do it. Okay, three cars fine, ahead. whatever. I get it. People are busy in the morning. They're trying to get their coffee. They're looking trying to at get their to phone. Their, right. right. They're trying to get their appointments. Whatever. Nobody was blatantly right. not moving up. It just was what it was. And he for, was just being impatient. I, first of all, that's re- first of all that's ridiculous. You're talking at seven in the morning. You're rolling down your window. And yelling at some random dude to move up. Right. How, shout, how your... shot out of a cannon are you like, that give you me a fucking break. are doing that before you get your coffee? That was on my first morning over there on the East Coast. Right. Like, like is that how people act over there? Apparently it is. That's what all the books so say. So guess what I did the rest of the week? Yeah, the you mo- were a huge fucking dickhead and you were super impatient. and you Did didn't the mobile order. <laughs> so I just oh. went and picked it up. <laughs> I don't have to deal the with these thing. people. No, but you should have just became one of those people. No, that's Imagine not the freedom. Imagine the freedom and like the power you would have had to just drive up behind someone and stick your head out and be like, hey! Right. But uh, Move your ass up there! Move your ass! Like, that's just not me, though. We're all getting older. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what, they're, what the actual saying would be, but... So... So then... Man. Those Man, two interactions. More? Those two interactions happen. Yep. And then coming home. I gotta go home. Yep. Right. We gotta, gotta fly. Fly out. Yep. fly out of Richmond, back to Charlotte. Flying. Just so you know, I've been reading multiple articles about how flying has become its own thing. Like flying is a whole vibe. It's now. A, it's awful right now. But right, people are acting a fool. And they're getting and banned. And the fools get a. Some of them get away with it though. Right. So like, they're with. like, if you act fucking crazy, and someone's like, man, you probably shouldn't be acting crazy. Like those. That's gonna make more people act but, crazy. You know what? Um, some people are the, getting banned, but it's a very low percentage right. of the reports of problems that people have been having. Because, because the pilots are now saying in their little like you know like warm up speech. Be fucking cool. Be respectful to everybody, right. including the... We get it. Right. We get it. Fucking, we are here. It's a pain in the ass for us to be here, just like it's a pain in the ass for you guys to be here. Right. So and let's all just fucking deal with it. Right. Whatever. Just be cool. Right. And people are like, fuck you. Throwing we're not going to be Throwing a huge fit. Cool. Right. It's ridiculous. So... Um, it's not like no one told me I wasn't going to have to wear a mask when I got on a fucking plane. Right, right. It's pretty obvious at this point that Everyone's, that's the deal. Everyone right. knows the rules. That you got to wear it. So what's funny is, so I have my notes here. You have notes? And I was typing these notes as it was happening live right in front of the people that were doing these ridiculous things. Was it one person or were you just on like a, um, a legion? Were you on a legion flight? Most of it was <laughs> no, no, I don't no, I don't fly a legion. That's like required. But, uh, um but most of it was one person. So let me go through the list. The first one it's a real common one that, we, that I know for sure we've talked about before, but it's still I mean since we are a big airport or airplane podcast. Airplane podcast. If you sit in the middle seat and there's three seats, are you entitled to both armrests? No. This guy was very like elbow had his elbows way out. Yeah. And he wanted to know who the king of the row was. He was chicken wing in that shit. I'm like, where am I supposed to put my arms at? Yeah. Because everyone should understand this rule. If you're in the middle, 
definitely should have access to both armrests. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you need to take the front or the back or whatever. But yep. you don't get the middle and pick a side. You don't out. get everything. Right. And the people who think they're entitled to have that, it's, I mean, it's insane. So you got chicken wings. So whenever you're, he, you're on a plane with Big Bird. Whenever he took his arms off for a second, ooh, you oh, I snagged in. that you real quick. In. Was he frustrated by that? You, like, you, oh, did you get in like an elbow off? Like basically like a thumb war, but with elbows on a plane, like and you're like going back, back and, and forth. forth, and yeah, you're like playing like it's fourth and one, and you just got an inch to go, and you're just like sliding up, or did you just let him win? You know what? I didn't give it up after I got it, but I didn't get it till like three, super late. Yeah. Three fourths the way through. Yeah. That's what I've heard about you, but I wasn't, but I wasn't giving it up. Okay. Another thing. Um, why do your seats have to all be all the way up when you take off? I get it. Like if there's an emergency, you could run into it or whatever, but that's one of the stupidest rules, but it's a rule. That everyone knows. Again, but we it's should be still able to a rule. Revamp the rules. No, it's still a rule. It's basically it's a safety rule. The, it's not even a safety. The more it's more of a rule, of like a compliance rule. It's like we need to make sure everyone's going to comply with the shit we need them to do. We're so going to come up with five rules get, that right. everyone hates. We're going to come up with five things that everyone needs to do just so we can make sure. Before we start to take boss. off, they they know that we got to follow these rules. It's not like we. Because if you don't follow those five, then there might be five right behind there that you just decide you don't want to follow and you just right. stop following any of the rules. And now there's no rules. And now we are where we are. Right. That the, the seat up thing, while it is inconvenient, and it's not like you're fucking sitting in fucking listen, Papa Joe's recliner. I'm it goes the, back fucking listen, three quarters of an inch. What do you care? I'm not. So wait, that's my point though. I'm not. Um, a um, a seat recliner person, right? On the airplane, I always sit with it straight up. To be honest with you, I can't even figure out <laughs> how to push it back. Like, it is a button half the on time. The thing. It's right. a button, which right. is and super so, tough. But <laughs> they're all different. First, but of that all. tracks. I can um, I can understand how you wouldn't understand but, how to recline a airplane um, seat. And and then um, but uh, so the he's flight not following. The flight attendants were basically like they were cracking down on everybody. They're right. like. Um, sir, this seat could go two inches up. And I'm like, okay. But did you know you had it back or was it just... It's not even me. Sometimes they're broke. That's the worst. <laughs> Sometimes they're broke and like you push the button and it just doesn't come up. I, well, so like, Shit, I sat up. down one time and again, I'm not a seat recliner person. And we're getting ready to take off. And she goes, sir, move your seat up. And I go, I didn't move, I it, didn't back. move it back. But that doesn't matter. You still got to move it no, up. No, but that means I'm... that she didn't catch the last person. No, it it's on takeoff. Takeoff and It's landing. not on landing. No, it is. It's on both. Right. So even if she does... No, maybe the person <laughs> reclined it after they landed. Okay. Good one. Okay. But anyways. Okay. I'm with the flight attendant on that one. Of course though. you are. You, you... <laughs> of course you are. Next thing, really quick. As I was boarding my, as I was boarding my plane over the East Coast... Uh-huh. First of all, I have TSA pre-check. Of course you and do. And that's amazing. Of course you do. If you don't, you need to get it. Yep. Best $75 you ever spent. I get there for a 6 a.m. flight or whatever at like 5, right? Because um, oh, our airport is like... Cutting it close. Our airport doesn't have anything going on with it. Well, 
I drop off my suitcase to get checked in. I go down to the security line. The line is backed up as far as I've ever seen it ever. And at first I was like, oh shit, is this the line like for everybody? Because like, that's ridiculous. Wait, you're at the TSA pre-check line in this that far? No, no, no. Oh. This was the regular line. But I'm like, well, why is the line backed up, you know, like this far? Oh yeah, you, this must have, I think I know when you're doing this, you might not fly out at all. So, <laughs> um, there is a dog that is sniffing every single person. Like their balls? Or their butt? I mean, I'm sure he's searching for drugs on. Oh, I'm sure. Your person sure, or your check Sure, that's you know, what the dog's doing. Or your carry-on bag. Um, but I was like, "Why is the line so backed up?" Well, I noticed that the TSA pre-check line didn't have anybody still. But there was like three people by the TSA pre-check line that wouldn't let you in the TSA pre-check line without them checking your ticket, which normally isn't anybody over there huh. checking that. Yeah. Um. But the reason why the line was backed up so far is the um, the police officer and the dog were having one person at a time walk up, and they had to like sniff your whole entire body and all your suitcase and everything before you could even get into the real line. I wonder if they were training the dog. I've, like if just everyone I've was. I've never seen that before. Like if they were doing dog training. I've seen like one off, you know, them right. sniffing people or whatever. Five but this, lines, but then one of the lines. But to sniff everybody. But then they didn't step the TSA pre-check people. <laughs> like, mm. I just walked right through. So, the airport was completely safe except for someone with $75. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> then, and that'll get you through. That'll get you right to do whatever crime you want to so, do. Um, next thing I was kind of noticing. There's more? On the plane. Yeah. Okay. Just real quick. Too late. We need to get, we need to get alcohol back on the planes. Because... There's alcohol on the planes, isn't there? No. Not, no. not at all? No. Are you sure? First class, you may get them, but there's no alcohol for sale for the general public people throughout the whole, first of all, throughout the whole COVID. I got to look that up. I'm not a big alcohol on a plane guy, but I don't, I feel like that I've seen people with alcohol on a plane. And I'm not saying on my way there, but on my way home, when I'm coming home, I want to relax. I already had maybe a drink or two at the bar before we even got on the plane. Uh They should be... We need to be selling the, you know, the little shooter things. Calm those people down. Come on, baby. Let's get back to that. Um, But that's not about a person being mean. I thought this was segment was about mean people, uh, East Coast wow. people. I know, but it's not turned into an airplane thing really quick. Mm, um, really quick? Ugh. Uh-oh. People, the same guy that was doing all the stupid shit earlier, coughing the whole time. Oh, that's the worst. But he got a mask on. He did, but I've... he could have been. When you check into your flights, on. you say you're not sick, right? No matter if you're sick or not, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Good, That's a good can't point. Go on the flight, if you're not. That's a good point. Well, I'm just like, listen, don't don't be coughing everywhere. Um. Ugh. Then, and now you might, you know, be thinking I'm just like nitpicking or whatever. I thought that. Fucking 20 minutes ago. <laughs> that now, no, I don't think that now. If there's only, th- so if you have three seats crammed in on the side. Three crammed seats on the side. You cannot 
cross your leg and put no, your shoe no. like this. No, you can't. I'm with you on that. And that's what he was doing. Two feet down, two soles on the ground. Unbelievable. No, who's the leg crosser who thinks they're in first class? Right. That, yeah. And that's he was wearing like Jordans or something. So I'm like, unnecessary. why are you even doing He's probably that? trying to show them off, but. I mean, they were kind of sick. Check out my flat kicks. But like, that's unnecessary. No. No one should be doing that. It's overkill. Take your shoe off. If you really need to do that, take your shoe off and put it in your lap. Right. And and then we'll talk about how cool your Jordan is. Then, final thing. The day of my flight, I got a notification that said, hey, if you want to switch your flight, we could give you anywhere from $400 to $825 in vouchers. Mm, Cash money, baby. (laughs) <laughs> be like give me 700 in bitcoin and i'm we can do this have you ever exchanged for like a voucher to change a flight or anything whenever we i was flying out of new york on the way home and someone they offered the airport this it only happened to me it's happened a couple of times but only one time was i gonna do it they offered 500 and no one came up that they they had five hundred and no one. Came they up. overbooked the flight. Right. It was like a five o'clock flight. They prime time. Prime time. Five o'clock flight that they overbooked by three. They. They're probably like we cannot board unless three of you. We, take unless off. three of you, unless three people say we're cool with you with switching, and they were switching. To like a nine o'clock flight. That was the problem. It's like a the That's red eye. Bad, you're you're switching to the red eye, right? To go back, right? Five hundred dollars. No one takes it. That's crazy. Seven hundred dollars. One guy takes it, and they say we have to do this. We have to. Twelve hundred dollars. No they way. Say. I started to walk up. But two people were already people in front of me ahead. That two people were already ahead of me. That's that's holding off for a while. They went. They kept going up. They said twelve hundred dollars. They cannot. They because like you said, they cannot leave until that happens. Right. And they said twelve hundred dollars, and we'll flip you. We'll switch you to the later flight. And they got in there. And wow. so I was not. I I went to go do it. It was. It's a. If it's a business flight, I always feel weird about that. Like right. But it was coming home. Like, it definitely wouldn't do that going, but like coming right, right, home, right, right, it's right. a whole different thing. Right. Well, so I was going to do it. I was going to do it through the, um, through the app. But the key is um, when you go on the app, it says, here, uh, click here to change your flight, you know, to do a voucher or whatever. You can do it through the flight? You can do it through the apps now. Huh. And, um, when you hit that, it's kind of like a game. They say, <laughs> click here for the 400, click here for the 550, click here for the 700, and click here for the 850 ones. What? Why would you click the 450? Because maybe it's just like the next flight or something. Like, like oh, uh, it's different. Maybe it's like it's different flights only like two okay. hours later I got or something. You. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But at the very bottom, it says, if you click on this, you are automatically agreeing to all the terms and all the conditions. And if I know terms and conditions... And I don't really, but if I did, <laughs> there's got to be something in there that says if you click this, you, you are definitely you're switching. You're waiving your rights to. You're the definitely first switching, right. right? You're waiving your rights to that initial be- flight, even if the next flight gets canceled. 
and you don't get any money, you don't get anything. Right, right. You're not getting home. You're doing this. Because with your with yours, it's like, okay, fine. If you're offering seven hundred bucks, you go up to the counter and she says, Okay, it's the Here's your voucher. If um well, but if she says, um, it's gonna be nine o'clock and you're like, eh, never mind. Right. It's never mind. Right, right, right. But there it's like once you click on the thing. That's you don't it. get to see the times ahead of time. You don't get to see the dates. Nothing. Right. You're agreeing to the You're switcheroonie. Your switcheroonie is whatever we say it is. Right. That and is so, a game. That's a deadly game. I was like, man, I really want to do the 850 because, okay, that's going to be, that's a round trip right? business first another, class. Yeah, another flight. To wherever you want. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, And if I wouldn't have had that stupid flat tire, I might have done it actually. But Really? Um. Oh, yeah. You knew you had to get home. To I need to get with all, that. do all that stuff, but um, anyways, yeah, you know, I mean, we haven't talked about airlines in a while. It has been a little while. We haven't talked about anything for a while because we haven't been on for a while, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting back into it. Right, I like it. So okay, it's fun. All right, well, that's it. is that that for that's it? Episode? Went a little long, but that's it. All right, hit the music. Next, next, we'll be back next week. Hit the music. <laughs>